Mm, try. No, there's do or do not. There's no try. Yeah, well, I think my kid. Okay, it's 8 o'clock, man. All right, do it, son. Go. Go. All right. So Operate. Hey, operate this shit. All right, so let's do this. Three, <laughs> two, one. Let's jam. So, hey, welcome to another live edition of Anime Talk. I am Joe Animated. I am joined, as always, by my lovely assistant, Aeroblip. Sup, fuckers. <laughs> this is the post-4th of July, post-AX hangover edition. Although neither one of us went to AX, but we do definitely had a good time over the 4th. Damn right I did. I was in Boston. What? <laughs> lots of barbecuing, lots of beer, lots of good times. Well, only two of the three for me. Yeah. I'll give you a hint. I had no barbecue. Probably not. Barbe- I barbecued a, a 10-pound rack of pork ribs. It was excellent. Absolutely. That has nothing... All right, let's do it. Let's do this. Oh, we have a new uh, a new feature tonight. You can leave us a text message or voicemail. That number up on the screen. Go ahead and send it there. Remember that standard voice and text message rates apply. I do not pay for your text messages, sorry. But you can leave us a text anytime during the show, after the show, during the week. You, we can take your questions that way, etc. If you leave a voicemail and your question is legitimately either funny or interesting, we will play your voicemail on the air. Sweet. Pretty cool, huh? So we can actually get some of our viewers more engaged with the process. We think that'll be a lot of fun. So, yeah, I think so. that's our new secret text message voicemail line. Hopefully you guys will use it to have fun with us, not completely or destroy us but moving on so Sentai holy crap what didn't they license from this summer season um everything but your mom <laughs> pretty much man no. I mean, look at look at the list of shows there Rose and Maiden uh I'm not popular C3 the girl from England I can't remember the name of that show oh Kinrin Mosaic we've got the lowly gravedigger dog and scissors I mean, good frickin' grief. Yeah, so here's how I like to think about this. Um, When you look at the anime industry, you get the big three, right? You get your Funimation, you got your Aniplex, and then you got Sentai Filmworks, which is essentially like, you know, the Chris Bosch of it all. And so, you know, I feel like a lot of companies are trying to push their stuff towards the main two, which is Aniplex and Funimation. I agree. You think about all the big... What's up? I say I'd agree with that. Yeah, I mean, if you look at all the big shows, like maybe not the best shows, but the most popular ones, they were heavily picked up by like Aniplex or Funimation. Um, so essentially, you know, Sentai is just picking up the leftovers. It's almost like a shotgun kind of tactic where, you know, you, you get the cheap ones and then you hopefully, you know, these are the ones that'll like stick, you know, pick up some good audience, pick up a niche audience, and then you work from there. But um, as far as looking at the list goes, it's... It's not a bad list. It's just not the triple A's that you hope Sentai would be able to get. Well, Rose and Maiden's not an unknown factor. True. Um, Dog and Scissors won an award in Japan. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. You've got uh, a Fate Zero spinoff. Yeah. C3's got cute girls doing violent things. That's never a bad it's target. A- it's it's Upo, it's Upotes and Tank Girls and Panzer esque. I'd say it's yeah. more I would say it's more Tank Girls than Upote because in Upote the girls were 
symbolic of real guns, where in this one, it's girls playing with guns. Does that make yes, sense? Yes, yes. I mean, we know we know. my little operator can't be this cute, but it's the point is, is that it's still focused on the military aspects as opposed to a show like K-On! where it's about drinking tea. Exactly. I, exactly. And, you know, you're not trying to say. Okay, yep, yep. But, I mean, it's not a bad list. It's things that I think will swell. I think half of these would sell fairly decent in the United States. Yeah. I'm worried more about um, Watamote more than anything. I don't think that's going to go over as well. But the rest but, of them. You know, I mean, again, like Sentai Filmworks, they generally just pick up cheap, the cheaper shows. Like, I mean, what when I was over at Anime Boston, they had a big booth of just like a bunch of shows they were giving out. And they were not, they're not necessarily the biggest ones. Like what? Um, there was a discounted price on uh, Kamisama Dolls. Do you even remember that show? I do. I was. It was one of those ones. It's not. Was, it's not. It's not a bad show, but at the same time, it's definitely not one of the bigger ones, which is okay. Yeah. You know. But I. It's see, okay. But see, I think Sentai has a, an opportunity. They're licensing stuff for distribution in the United States. What if they were able to license stuff or work with somebody like, let's say, Toonami Cartoon Network, to get some of these aired as well? I think some of these would fit in well for Toonami. Well, yes, that's. Uh, well, I don't know. Like we'll Sunday, we have to see. But, but I think like Sunday without God seems to fit a very tsunami esque role. Like that, it would fit that lineup. Which one's wait? Sunday, Sunday without, without God. It's a girl who's a lowly gra- little grave digger girl, and her dad comes. Yeah, in and I don't think everybody. that would sell. I don't think that was good. That would sell. To be honest, the only th- of all these shows that of the recent season that they posted that has the best chance of actually getting on tsunami is Stella C three boo. I mean, because it's all about action, and it's one that you could probably easily sub. But, again, what I'm trying to say is, is that We're I don't done. think Sentai Filmworks has the money to purchase the bigger titles. No, and like they don't. Uh, of course. So you you got to stick to your guns, and you got to play small ball, in a sense. And I, it's okay. Like, I'm, I'm okay with the shotgun tactic. It's just... Do you think they're going to end up licensing so much they can't make up the cost of the licenses with the sales, though? Uh, At some point, I mean, they're, every, it seems like every week they're that, licensing something new. And it's not, well, like said, it's not A-plus titles, so they're not going to sell a ton of copies. But it's also too early to say. I mean, because if you think about it, in the first three weeks, I'd say good 90% of the shows are picked up and licensed. And the only ones that aren't picked up or licensed are the ones that are kind of like obscured or heavily Japanese to the point where they know that it won't sell as well in the United States. And these are just Western distributors as well. So, again, like, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. They, I think they're just shotgunning and hoping they get lucky at this point. All right. But we'll see. Hopefully they're not spreading their money so thin and not making enough in return that eventually they're just going to go under and lose everything they've licensed. And then we're back well, to square one anyway. So I, what, I want, what I'm really curious about is how much are they actually paying for these shows compared to the ones that, you know, Funimation or Anyplex are the ones paying for. That's what I'm curious about. I mean, if it, if it turns out, like, they're paying, like, a quarter of what, like, Funimation paid for for, what, uh, Attack on Titan last season, that, you know, that's, that's actually a pretty good deal. Like, it may not sell like Attack on Titan, but at the same time, you, you know, you never know what could, you know, what could become popular. All right. Girls and Pizza didn't look popular in the beginning. Right? Uh, I'd have to go back and look. I don't in the first the first few episodes, I don't think it was really that popular as until we actually started seeing the tank battles consistently. 
I think, like, we're just, like, halfway through the season. I think that's when it started becoming, like, this juggernaut of, like, 2012-2013. All right. So let's move on from there. We'll see how Sentai does. We should go actually do some research and find out how Sentai sales are doing and stuff they've already licensed. But moving on. If you haven't already heard, and good grief, you'd have to live under a rock not to, the Little Witch Kickstarter started up a little under 24 hours ago, about 20 hours ago. It ended up being funded in full within the first three hours of going on Kickstarter, and it is currently at, I'm keeping the webpage open, $270,000 in less yes. than 24 hours. So, I mean, let's, some, I got some others. Oh, yeah. facts. I'll say, if you, if you so, guys haven't been there yet, I put the link on the top of the page there. You can go and check out the Kickstarter site. Base your own, yeah. uh, make your own donation if you so choose. Like I said, if you haven't seen this yet, you've been under a rock. So essentially, for those who don't know, they're, oh, that's a giant fly. Uh, all they're saying is, is that if you give us money, we would like to make the next episode longer. They didn't say that they weren't going to make a new sequel if they didn't get funded. They just said they wanted to make it longer. True. And so, essentially, all they needed was 150000 They got 200000 in under six hours. No. Under six hours. It, was it, didn't, it didn't hit the 200000 mark until, oh, I guess it would have been six hours, yeah, by the time I... Yeah, six hours. So, pretty nifty, right? <laughs> I think it's great. I think... This is what the third or fourth thing we okay we were watched Kickheart we watched Time of Eve now we've watched Little Witch, all use Kickstarter as a way to fund something that may or may not have happened without a medium like Kickstarter. Yeah, that's true. Now this brings up the bigger question: Is Kickstarter or these other kinds of crowdfunded uh, type efforts going to be the way you see more niche or things that? are more experimental get funded in the future? Uh, probably more of the latter. Because if you think about it, Time of Eve was something that was, that's been out for a while. Like, the movie's been out for a while. They were just trying to bring it to the West. Um, Kickstar- or Kickheart itself was, I mean, it's not even a full episode. It's only 10 minutes. Or I thought it was like 20, 10 or 20 minutes. It's not like, a gen- like an episode you would see on television. And then Little Witch Academia, they already said there would be a sequel. They just want to increase it from 15 minutes to 20-something minutes. So, I mean, again, these this isn't enough money. Well, I wouldn't say about Little Witch Academia, but in general, I don't think it's enough money to actually fund an entire series, let alone, like, a, a short OVA series, which is, like, what, I don't know, four or six episodes? The best you can probably do is this, to be honest. And I think what this is basically doing is that, one... You're just getting a studio known, and two, you're just building up the foundation of a franchise. So, like, take this for an example, Little Witch Academia. They released the first episode on YouTube for free. I mean, yes, there's Blu-rays of it, but they they understood how popular it was, so they put it on YouTube for free. But that that was a now, part of the the anime uh, Mirai project, though. So it was, uh, it was yeah, already yeah. paid for. So putting it out for free really didn't. It was well, already they were still selling it on so Blu-ray. Though. True. I mean, True. so I mean, there were Blu-ray copies, but you can still. Watch it for free. And now this one, essentially, there's, there's the, the second episode, they're actually going back to the traditional model. It's just they're extending, like adding more to it, giving you more extras. So, again, this is how you can start a franchise. This is how you can test the waters to see if something will be popular. But I don't think this is going to be to the point where, like, you're funding an entire franchise, an entire, like, 13-episode series. It's, 
it's way too expensive to do that. Yeah, I don't think you could ever raise what would it be? Probably closer to a million, million dollars to do Mill- a whole series. Mill- I guarantee you, over a million. You think? Yes. Now I know Cadian did a uh, a cost per minute type guess earlier, and it, it, just based on previous Kickstarters, things like that, he was running the numbers on Twitter today. And it was just interesting to think of how much it costs per minute, at least just based on what we're seeing here, to produce something like that. But don't forget, too, also, that if you're going to try to make some anime, essentially, you also have to pay television studios for that airtime as well to air the show. It's backwards. Yeah, to, because it's, it's a balance of advertising money, paying the studio to air it, Well, essentially, then anime is an ad on TV space. That's what they're treated as. Yeah, I can see that. So... I had a thought in my head. I just lost it. Um, gosh darn it. I mean, I, I, using stuff like Kickstarter, yes, I, as far as indie projects go, or smaller projects, perfect, perfect. As far as trying to fund larger budget things, like, I don't know, maybe the third season was Bison Wolf or something like that, no. Not, not going to work like that. Gotcha. Yeah. Sorry, though. Be nice. It'd be necessary. But I think you're right. They're just not going to generate enough cash, especially if it's not something as I don't know, something that people are really going to get behind. Like this was cute. It got like I said, the advertising, and probably for uh, this is what I wanted to say earlier. So Trigger made probably the best decision possible by putting this out for free. It was like I said, it's an advertisement, right? The free, yeah. the YouTube was a way to advertise for little to no money sell Blu-rays, and now generate a huge amount of interest in that future OVA. It gets interest in their studio, and it just keeps compounding. You know what I mean? It's how you go yeah. from little to nothing to a, mu- a lot. Yeah. I mean, the YouTube videos, they only can generate so much, though. It's just under 750,000 views. That's not bad, though. I mean, I'm not for saying a, it's for not For a bad. niche-type video. Uh, I, yeah, I guess. It's not, like, it's not like it's a music video or something where it's more universally appealing you know what i mean yeah it's an anime about little girls at a witch academy so i mean 750,000 views isn't terrible at all yeah i know i'm not saying it's not terrible but it's i don't think it's still enough to like okay you're saying that you're getting the studio's name out there that that is true but at the same time until that until they start showing stuff on television in japan such as what they did with inferno cop but i'm assuming you know longer episodes they're not going to be able to grow as a studio. I mean, it is true. Oh, true. oh no, I don't know. I mean, oh, I'm not trying to say that that does anything to get them. Uh, I'm not discounting the other methods. I'm just saying it, it helps. There's anything you can do to get a small studio farther along is not a bad thing. Yes. All right. I think, we're, I think we're in complete agreement. All right, moving on, which is kind of rare for the two of us. We agree on a lot of things, actually. So James Cameron did an interview recently. And finally kind of admitted in a sort of way that he, he's planning to bring Battle Angel Alita to reality, since he owns a license, in 2017. So, four years from now. The uh, reason... What is this? Sh- okay, is this this is an now? older manga. <laughs> yeah. It's been... Uh, if I could remember the dates, I apologize. It's a number of volumes. It's about a girl who ends up getting a cyborg... It's, it's futuristic set. It's about a girl who is given a cyborg body and ends up becoming a bounty hunter with the guy who saved her. Yeah. It's kind of cool, but the reason I wanted to bring this, I guess brought this up, we're talking about licensing and stuff, right? Is that this license has been held by James Cameron for a number of years now, and he's done abso-fucking-nothing with it. Nothing. Absolutely Uh, nothing. 
I would. And he's going to wait that. another four years to do something with it. I wouldn't say that. I mean, Avatar, Avatar Two. Avatar no, no, he has nothing with this license. I know, I know, but I'm saying is that like those Avatar is essentially a, a franchise at this point, like one that you know people are heavily invested in. So of course that's going to become a higher priority. Not to mention compared to the other stuff he's been doing as well, as far as like the film industry not necessarily producing films but as far as producing tech for films and that kind of stuff so i mean it's it's not unexpected for like something like this to be pushed to the back burner but it's nice that he mentioned it willingly and said that it's gonna happen but at the same time yeah i mean like it's not like everyone's like putting a gun to james cameron and be like i need you to animate this manga no or live action like adaptate this manga I guess my bigger point is is that it, it's frustrating when a license holder holds a license and does nothing with it. Well, that happens all the time. All the time. I know it happens all the time. That's my point. Is it seems like if you're going to get the license, are you holding it just so somebody else doesn't get it? Or are you just trying to be an asshole? I mean, you don't you don't buy something for for a loss like that's stupid. But like, there, but come on. but this is the, but some places okay, I'm talking to myself. Some places it seems like they do it. They buy the license and then they'll sit on it and do nothing with it. I don't know if they yes, want. Yes, I, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, we've it's, seen it's, it before it's like buying it for a loss though. It's not buying it for a loss. I mean, if someone else doesn't make a profit, you can consider that a gain. The point is, going back to the original of him sitting on this license, is that it's not like anyone else showed enthusiasm to produce this or adapt this. Nobody can. Well, I don't think anyone wanted to in the first place, to be honest. Uh, I have to look up how, old, how long he's held the North American rights to this. Well, I'm, well there, there's a fuck ton of other things that people want like would rather see adapted or a sequel of compared to this that's all i'm saying well, i'm not saying it's about that i'm just saying it's, it's for me it's more about people buying licenses and doing nothing with them but not they bought it them, so they doing they something do, they can do whatever the fuck they want i don't i don't see why you're getting angry i'm not fuck, angry. i just think it's i just I think will, it's, will, it's will, bad business i will bring stuff money out of spite and like buy the entire calvin and Hobbes franchise and then not do shit with it just to do it out of spite like I, it's like it's it's if you fucking buy it you, you can do whatever the fuck you want and i'm pretty sure he's not buying it james cameron of all people wouldn't buy a license just to sit on it just deal with it <laughs> i guess you're missing you're missing my point and that's fine I don't know. You're you're saying that I you think I'm it's saying stupid. That, I think it's stupid to buy a license and do nothing with it. I don't think he's trying to not. And it's do not. Nothing. I'm not saying. I'm not focusing just on him. I'm saying this is an example of people buying licenses and doing nothing with them. Well, what I'm saying is, is that they could do whatever the fuck they want with it. And that's fine. But I think it seems like poor business to not do something with something you've just that's paid, paid tens true. of thousands of dollars for. That's not entirely true. Really, it's not poor business to pay and not profit from. Yes. Wow. Okay. I'd, I'd say I've I've owned businesses, and definitely if I buy a product, I want to move the product. I want to make money. Well, then sometimes, like, maybe they just can't do it. Like, take, for example, Funimation with Tatami Galaxy. We're going to go back to anime. Say, for example, with Funimation and Tatami Galaxy. That thing is, that was really popular in Japan, so Funimation bought it. But if it turns out, like, if they're having, like, difficulties trying to get it subbed or get it dubbed or whatever... And then maybe they just can't release it. Maybe it just keeps getting pushed on the priority list for for other things like psychopaths or and then and then they've lost money on that. 
because they've already they've invested time and effort. I mean, in but they still have the potential to release it later. It's not like it's a time to release thing. It's not like it's not like what like you know what Cartoon Network did with Code Geass, where like they only had it for a specific period of time. It's not like oh, after X amount of years, you lose the license. They have it forever. You can always release it eventually. Eventually or never. Uh, well, you know what? Who cares? It's their money. It's their money. <laughs> it just seems like, yeah, it just seems poor business. All right, moving on. So, in the uh, panel, Projection IG panel, this last week at AX, the uh, IG president and CEO acknowledged that they are in the early stages of making a Psychopath Season 2. So they've done some script development, they've done some basic production, but they haven't gone much beyond that, it sounds like. I'm not surprised. Yeah? Well, eh, I mean... We're probably, what, a year or two away from seeing a season two? Probably. Yeah. I mean, it would just... I mean, Psychopaths just ended. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it was... I mean, it it was the type of ending where it's so open-ended... If they weren't going to do anything with the franchise, it would have been, like, it would have been okay. Like, just, the world moves on. Keep going. Yeah. Just thought it was, yeah, it's just, I don't know what they're going to go with it. It is it is a true sequel, not a prequel. It's Which is what, it's a shame, because I was hoping it would be a prequel. Yeah, see, I think the prequel idea would be great, to see how yeah. they got it's, to, and have and basically have the prequel end right as uh, Akane joins the group. I think that would yeah. be cool. But. Wait, what did I say, like, 30 episodes ago? You focus on Inspector Ganoza? Yeah. Like, the old man? And how, like, the civil system got implemented? I think that would have been ideal. Yeah. That, would that actually great. would have been a really cool one. Yeah. But it's going to be a sequel. We'll see how it goes. All right, next up. Oh. Actually, huh? Yes. Public service announcement. Why the fuck do you guys still read Kotaku and the stupid comments that these people have there? It's like the mainstream version of Senkanku Complex. You know, I'm I mean? so confused on what the fuck's going on you're talking about. <laughs> so, if you, it's a little witch. They post a little little article on Little Witch Academia on Kotaku, and reading through the comments, I feel stupider because of that. It's like, like I said, it's like going to Senkanku Complex. And what's funny is people take. I don't know. People seem to read this and make comments about it. It's like, why? It's like, why would you waste your time on the TMZ of entertainment? Can I get some, like, context here? Because I have no idea what the fuck you're talking oh, about. I'm just saying, <laughs> on a regular basis, people bitch and moan about what Kotaku does. It's like, anybody really cares. It's like, just stop. Wait, 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 Joe. Are you telling people to stop complaining about what they've read on boards? No, this is actually on their website, like comments. Well, yeah, yes, yes. I mean, you can you can say the same thing True about what you're like else. looking at like IGN, 4chan. If you read, if people read comments and they get angry, and <laughs> but it's like, what <laughs> so do you like, expect when you go to this kind of place, though? I don't know. That's just my thought. So same people who need to justify their opinions. Yeah, it's just like, like, like Joe, Joe, Joe. I don't, I don't understand why you're getting mad for the sunrise. You always think I'm getting mad. I'm you just, just made, made a fucking PSA about don't go to Kotaku and read their comment section because it's like going to sound Coco. I'm just comments. saying, you people, I don't understand why people get upset when they're, never mind. Again, you don't get it, and that's fine. Why do birds fly? It's, it's the same thing. Stupid people got to be stupid. <laughs> oh, Joe, what? Joe I, I still don't see it. Like, 
It's because you don't you don't give a shit to listen to other people's opinions, man. That's fine. I get it. No, no, I, I, I trust me. I go to these like I don't go to Kotaku, but like I'll go to IGN. I'll go to like defense websites. I'll go to 4chan. I'll read the comments. Oh, I'm, I'm just I read. 4chan I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, I read the comments. Some people say things I agree with. Some people say I don't. Or some people say things I don't. And you know what? I won't respond. Either way, I just don't see why you're going to get mad at people responding to other people's. I'm not people responding. Say why? Never mind. You're not. <laughs> you're not even listening to me, and that's fine. Joe, Joe, Joe. I'm. I'm seriously confused by your point. I'm, you're I'm, not even listening to me. You have to listen first to be confused, man. Okay, okay. You can say it. Say it one more time. No, we're moving on. It's game time. <laughs> I'm not even going to get into it with you. <laughs> Joe. Oh, you crack me up sometimes. Oh, whatever, man. Anyways, over-under. So this is what we usually do at the beginning of the season. We pick four shows. We give, we estimate what their mouse scores will be at the end of the season. And we well, we give a rough we give a rough idea of what their mouse scores would be at the end of the season, or what we think they might be. I don't know. We give a mouse score, and we think it'll be over-under is the basic gist, right? Yep. So, first show. C3. Do we think the mouse score will be over or under 7.5? What did I say? I said it would go under, right? I think you did. Yeah, I'd say go under. Oh, I mean, I'm going to give some context here. Okay, because I, I, I got to understand this because you like this show quite a bit. I do. Well, I mean, there's a lot of things I like that for, that four chan <laughs> that my my enemy list doesn't agree with. Um, this will be a classic one of those. Um, you know, this this is a good show. I think it is. Uh, it's very cutesy, in a sense, but it knows how to balance the actual action the airsoft that you know they've been discussing for such a long time um but other than the action i don't really see it doing much with it i don't see that much i I just don't see it getting as popular like those who would watch it are either you know just either really like airsoft or just doing it because they want some cheap action um yeah it's i mean girls in panzer is only a 7.6 on my anime list you didn't know that, did you? I was trying to think. I haven't looked at that. I haven't looked at the mouse score for that in a while, so no, I didn't yeah. know. Well, Girls in Panzer, despite its popularity, is only a 7.6 on my anime list. And so, and to be honest, I don't see C3 being as good as Girls in Panzer. Maybe because I didn't expect much from Girls in Panzer. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I expect I expect good things from the show, and I like the show. I, I had no problems with the beginning the middle, the end, any of the action. And there was no problems with it all for me. But it's just not going to be that popular. It's not... It doesn't appeal to the masses. I could agree with you a little bit on that. I just think that it going below a 7.5 doesn't... I don't know. It's that Girls in Panzer stat that totally threw you off, huh? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that score in a while. It's been a while. I, I rarely go to Mal as it is. And then that's also taking consideration. That's months after it finished airing, too. True. The hype is over with. The scores are settling out. Exactly. I don't know. I think it's going to be above a 7.5, though. It's just one of those shows where it's cute girls doing violent things. I think it'll have an appeal of some sort. Is it going to be as high as Girls on Panzer at a 7.5? It's hard to say, man. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. This it's will be, also, this will be a, one interesting to track, I guess. Well, I mean, the interesting thing is, is that this is Gynax, or what I would like to consider new Gynax. New guys, everybody else um, left, yeah. Well, yeah, besides that. But also, like, you know, their last anime, which was Madaka Box and Madaka Box Abnormal, um, 
that one was already kind of on the fence. Essentially, the fact that, like, halfway through, it already started, like, running out in the budget, and interest started dying down. So, I mean, technically, technically, this is an anime original, despite the fact that the manga's already out. This is an anime original. Yeah, but it was a manga purely generated to go with the anime. Yes, yes, and that's what I'm saying. This is why it's considered an anime original. They They announced the show, then they released the manga with the screenplay of the show, now the show is actually out. So that's why. Um, but yeah, I just... I mean, it, it'll do fine. It'll it'll definitely be above a 7. Just above 7.5, I'm not so sure. Yeah. One of our viewers notes that Girls and Panzer started under 7. Well, for that, that is true, because Girls and Panzer didn't actually have tank battles until, like, episodes 4 or 5. Yeah, it was middle way through. And Airsoft starts at 7.3. Something to keep in mind. Well, Girls in Panzer got better over the season. Can can this do it? We're only one episode in. It's really hard to say. Yeah, but I fucking love the shit out of that first episode. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next up, Symphogear G. Oh, this is just so good. (laughs) Over-unders at 7.8, Arrow. This show is so fucking magical. You've got Um, it going lower than a 7.8 again. You've got it lower on this one. I'm shocked. I thought I said I had it higher. No, you changed it back to low. Oh, lower. Oh, let's see. Huh. Yeah. I'm actually, I can't remember why I said lower. (laughs) Okay, Gargantia got a little over 8 at one point, right? This can't do any worse than that. I think Mm. think 7.8 is going to be uh, either right at it or above. I think it's between a 7.8 and 8.1. Well, here's the thing, too. I, I know this. I know I have a feeling, like, I just have a gut feeling that Simple Gear G is going to be much better than, what's it? Oh, yeah, than the first season. Um, also, you don't have to worry about, like, the people who didn't like the first season because they're not going to try the second season, which is going to boost scores up a bit as well. Those two things, I guarantee you, will happen. Like, the show will be better, and you have a smaller user base in order to, or fan base in order to bump the score. But 7.8 is still pretty fucking high. That is still pretty high. So I I, I can't really... Even though you love the show to death. I love the show to death. I really do. The show is... It's cheesy and it's corny as fuck. But at the same time, like, that can only go so far. So... I think think this will score higher than C3 Boo. Definitely. But not a 7.8. Yeah, we're getting noted that the original series was only a 6.7, or is a 6.7. So well, we're also, completely overestimating this. Well, yeah, well, the first half of season one was really bad. Don't forget, all the characters are essentially introduced. You don't have to worry about like Hibiki training or any of that stuff. Like, it's just time to you can do gas, right? you can do get yeah you can do action from the get go at this point. All right, moving on. Servant X service. We put a seven and a half. Just for shits and giggles. I've got it going less than seven and a half easily. But you for whatever reason you're saying above. Oh, it's simple. Because it's the office meets working. That's why. But I don't think <laughs> I don't think the humor really gets with people. Does that make sense? Like I don't think most anime fans understand that office kind of humor. It's like uh... it's like it's like people watching Dilbert here in the US. I don't think they get it. No, no, no. Those who work in a Fortune 500 company get Dilbert. 
And I think most people, considering how most anime fans are actually out of high school, and I hope, dear God, I hope I have a job, I think they'll be able to understand exactly this kind of humor, where it's essentially you're at a place that you're not necessarily a fan of, and you have to deal with people you don't necessarily like. If that doesn't spell comedy, I don't know what does at this point. (laughs) I I got some of the jokes, especially because I work, I'm a government subcontractor. I completely understand the whole bureaucracy that goes on there. You know what I mean? I thought, I, I, bureaucracies are the same no matter what country you're in. Some are worse than others. So I got a lot of the jokes. I thought it was funny. Like at the very end when she stops right as the the bell ends, right? Right as the end of day bell goes off. It's It's such a government worker thing. You know, I got it. I understood it. So... But I just don't think it's going to resonate with people. I, I don't know, think it's going to reach... Like, you and I understand, I just don't think it's going to resonate. See, I don't think it's going to be just that, too. I think what's really going to pull the show above a 7.5 is how energetic can it be? Working both seasons was a big hit because of that energy, because of that liveliness. Now, it's it just it, we just pray that A1 Pictures can pull it off again and also bring that same energy to it. I mean, that opening... That opening, that opening was very, very cool. And I think a lot of people like that. A lot of people like that high-energy stuff, especially with this kind of slapstick comedy, even though it's not really a slapstick. I'm going to call it slapstick, because I think there's going to be some slapstick. I think it kind of is, too. Yeah. Not as much slapstick as Love Live. Love Lab, but, yep. I haven't, I haven't seen Love Lab. You know what? Saba, we can talk about this later. Saba's got me to watch it. It's not bad, man. It's not terrible. It's not great. But it's something that I think my four-year-old would enjoy. So... Like Idolmaster? Yeah, I shouldn't have seen that yet, but she would enjoy it. All right, we're doing free next, man. I actually saw the first episode, so I can speak intelligently sort of about this show. <laughs> I'm throwing it in at an 8.1. I'm going for, I'm going balls to the wall on this one. 8.1 is what I put the over Oh, dude, that is... You can't do that. You can't do that. And you know what? No. I'm going to make I'm gonna make a bold prediction. Here we go. This is the all-or-nothing bet right here at the over, man. Say it, say it, say it. Over. <sighs> Why you got, you got under? Because Why? it's it's, it's Kiwani. It's it's the whole boys and swimming. It's going to get a high rating no matter. This is this is my bull. This is the bullshit talking, right? It's going to get a high rating no matter what these. No matter how bad it is, I think people are going to give it an eight or better. See, here's the thing: anime fans are really, really fickle. Yes. That was, I was about to say finicky, but that's actually the best word to say. Fickle. Um, they're not happy with QAnnie. Really, they're not. And usually, if a lot of people cry foul, something bad usually happens on Mal. Say, for an example, two seasons ago, Sasami-san. A lot of people didn't like at like the thir- after the third episode, and everyone just started crying foul on it. Next thing you know, that dipped all the way down to like a 6.5 range, I think. Oh, it dropped. It tanked terribly. Exactly. And so... Regardless of how free we'll do, which I think it'll be an okay show. I don't think it'll be great, but I think it'll be okay. Um, it's it's not enough to like you know convince Mal fans that yeah this is the way to go. This is what you want. This is what we love. So yeah, it's, it's definitely gonna be under eight. I mean, what Jesus? If there's no not with that much hate, not not with that much hate. You can't do it like that. All right. Like I said, I'm just going, I'm just throwing it out there. I, I, I can't disagree with any of your points. It's probably going to be somewhere closer to a 7.5 or 7 yeah. is, is, well, as it goes. But you know what, ma'am? That's what we're here for. Throw shit to the fan and see where it lands. 
Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, Hyoko, which was well received by KyoAni fans, got an 8.2. Nichijo was kind of meh. And I'm pretty sure that's like mid sevens. Same thing with Chunibyo. There's no way that well, this Chunibyo is going to be. Well, wasn't well received though. It had its it had its fans and it had its. Yeah, that that is true. It had a small audience, but still, like those definitely weren't eight material. And I don't see this because of that outcry. I don't see free as well being in the eight with Yoka. I think it's going to be sub eight. All right. All right. I'll give you that. Like I said I, I had to just throw something out there. Got to give us something to talk about, but. It's not a bad show. It's yeah, just it's not. not. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'll I'll finish it out just to say I watched it, just because it's it's interesting enough to see that way, to see it through. We're at the end of the show, okay. man. Yeah, we are. So, sticking on this topic of free, I was having a conversation, brief conversation with somebody on Twitter. How free really comes across more than anything for me is just a gender swapped. Kiyoani show. Does that make sense? Well, like they the actually... What's that? Yes, yes. I mean, yes, that's true. I mean, they blatantly state that, hey, the funny thing is that all these characters have girls' names. And the one girl has a guy-sounding name. Yes. Yes. Like, it's almost blatant that they're just kind of gender-swapping what they normally do. Does that make sense? I don't I'm know how to sure describe I, it. Um, I'm pretty sure at this point, like, Kiyoani just want to start drawing, like, ass and chest, but you know, if it's a girl's ass and chest, that has to be censored. What if it's a dude's ass and chest? Get away with it. Yeah, you know how... Use your, but if you use your imagination, I remember that Nagisa. Nagisa. Yeah, you want to look at Nagisa's ass, don't you? <laughs> it's just funny that those guys wear their swimsuits under their clothes. Well, one of them didn't even wear a swimsuit. Yeah, but luckily we didn't see his bare ass. Did we? I kind of briefly paid attention to some of that. That was the only part you paid attention to. Uh... Oh, which reminds me, somebody posted a gender-swapped version of the main character on Pixiv. If you guys haven't seen that, I'll have to find it. You mean you could just make it your Twitter picture? Yeah. I'll see if I favorited it, but it was kind of funny. I thought I'll put the if I can find it here, I'll put it back in the uh, the link for people to see here. Oh, I did. Right. Here we go. Here we go. Get out here. Put it in the uh, social stream. But I just thought it was funny. Somebody gender-swapped the uh, the character. I thought that was kind of funny. All right. Oh, oh, I have an idea. So for the final thought section, how about we each say what our favorite show of the season is so far? Even though there's only been one episode of everything, what is our favorite show of the season? Ooh, i got to see a list here. Hold on. Let me pull up my... I mean, you should know what your favorite is just right off the I top. I don't know if I have a favorite this season yet, though. I've only seen is one there episode. one show still... that you like more than another? But I, I, I still haven't seen Gotcha Man Crowds, though. I, I I know it's still early, but I'm still saying, you know, we, we can talk about Gotcha Man Crowds next week. Oh, yeah, we, but we, I'm we saying, definitely will. We definitely will. Right now, right now, though. Right now. Yes. Let me judge hard. Oh, this is rough. One. I was on the fence on a bunch of like nothing has really stood out. But if I was gonna pick what my favorite was to this point, uh, you are really stalling for time. Everyone's getting upset. I know, dude. man, because I, nothing stood out to me. Probably uh, eccentric family. Oh, okay. I think that one stood out for me more than the rest. Nice. 
Okay. I like. I mean, people complain about the character designs. I had no problem with the character designs. I think I enjoy the character designs from Zetsuba Sensei. I didn't like Zetsuba Sensei, but I didn't, the character designs were fine. Okay. What was strangely enough, the trap character was interesting because it was. Well, I don't know how you. It wasn't like your typical trap. Does that make sense? No, like he that wasn't. Was, that, like he wasn't was, trying to be act girly. He was just trying to look like a girl. Like it was just kind of a. I don't know. It was different. It was a different take on being trapped to me, at least. Not like the trap that was in uh, Genshinken this week. Oh, I didn't even watch that show. It wasn't too bad either. But yeah, Eccentric Families definitely was my favorite from this season. What about yours? From the first I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go with Simple Gear G. Really? Now, now, yes. Yes. Here's the thing. One. Okay, so uh, let me let me let me, let me preface this real quick. Okay. Uh, I was actually my friend and I got drunk during the Fourth of July weekend, so we were actually watching the first season of Simpo Gear, like again, you know, just for kicks. We were drunk, played it like one point five speed. It's really funny, but but man, like it's a. Uh, I mean, as much as I love that show, it's it's not a great. Show. It's really not a great show, and to be honest. Symphogear G really ramps it up. I wrote a post about this if you guys are actually curious as to how much it affected me. But um yes, improved improved visuals, improved sound, like the action is much more fast. There's more frantic uh well, animation so much stop this first scene. Essentially it was. Like it just kept going. Like very first scene. I mean, okay, you get some you get dramatic background, 30 seconds later, boom, you got to fight on a train. Halfway through the show, you get a fucking concert. I mean, and the concert literally shit all over the first season's concert scene. Because of their budget. Like, I mean, Symphogear first season sold quite a few copies. So, like, you can definitely tell that, like, it's like, wow, like, the eyes are much more detailed, less derpy animation, mo- a lot more detail in the scenery. Like, it was just overall impressive when you compare it to the original. And I think that even if you don't see the original you could still appreciate or at least have a good time with what's going on in the second season. So, you know what? But can it keep up that frantic pace? As long as the show is still silly, rambunctious, and energetic, I have no problem with that. Like, that's... You don't need a great plot, which I hope it is, because I actually like where the story's going so far. Um, you, don't, you don't need to be very funny. Like, you don't, you don't need singing every single minute. You don't need... Like a new song every fifty seconds, but at the same time, as long as it's still rambunctious, that's all that matters. It doesn't have to be like witty and joking. Like as long as it's still tongue in cheek, it knows where its focus is. That's the important thing. All right. It wasn't a bad first episode. I'll give you that. It's just a matter. It was a great first episode. Is it going to keep it up? Oh, I think so. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's close you this know. out, man. Right, I'm Aeroblip. Yeah, Aeroblip. You can find them also at Desu X on the Friday Anime Podcast. You just had one. Did you have one come out last Friday or not? Uh, no, we're having one this Friday. This Friday? Okay. Actually, I'm, I'm pretty sure one of our guests is in the audience right now. And who might that be? That's a secret. Ah, uh, gotcha. So you can find him at Desu X. Also... You can find a whole host of other stuff at the following links, animeaudiolog.wordpress.com. Find the podcast feed at iTunes. We post the video here at Ustream, also on YouTube. And if you'd like to join us as a guest, you can email me there. Yes, because I would like a vacation. Please. (laughs) Definitely. 
But I've already worked on a couple people. We'll get more in. Last week we had Mr. Flawfinder back. Next we'll work on getting uh, a crowd favorite back here again here real soon. As well as some new faces, hopefully. Sweet. I know, man. Anything else before we close this out? Um, Mundo Katari Season 2. That was also pretty good. That was an interesting start. I liked it. I don't mind not seeing Araragi. We'll see. And if you yeah, you should have watched Genshiken too. They did a great uh, Monogatari reference in there. Actually, well, I, two let's, good, let's, actually, two good Monogatari references. But let's not drag this out. But do I need to watch the first Genshiken? Because I saw the first season of Genshiken, but I didn't actually finish that series. I don't think so. I mean, there's some references in there. I didn't see the first season. I just I mean, is it the, is it the same cast of characters? That's what I. No, uh, not entirely. Oh. Okay. All right. Because I only read part of the manga, and I did just fine. I know what the premise is. That was good enough. I mean, it's a bunch of nerds hanging out. Pretty much. Sweet. All right. This is us signing off. See ya. Henshin test!